Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. through the Facebooks or wherever I was at the time and I came across this meme this video meme creators are absolutely hilarious I looked at this night it like it just dawned on me the the absurdity of <laughs> of the world that we, we live in that we just we just naturally fell into I guess you could say one inch one piece one video uh, one upload at a time there's a few things I want to share about this but this it's weird. I just got to play it for you. Uh, I hope I don't get in trouble for it, which is something I'll talk about in a second, but this is funny. Hey. So when I did pick up the babies today, they were a little fussy and I was just going to wonder, like, should I have taken their like bottles out soon? Are you talking to me? Our family wish this year was to go to Florida to go to Disney World. Cool. I am 22 years old with four kids. I didn't ask you any of that. I trust that God does not judge me based off these tattoos on my body. Why are you just spewing information out? It is with a heavy heart that I have are to announce that Daryl... Are you a real person? Daryl, Trump today. won. Everyone knows it. You probably voted for Biden. Here's a picture of me and the boys. We went fishing. This is my boyfriend Chad. He went to his motocross race today and he did so good. Drinking monsters and playing calls every one day that these motocross races. It was just if Facebook were real life and it's a dude standing in a field and this chick just telling stories and these other dudes showing up. And until it was, I don't know, until it was like handed to me in, in such a manner like that, you kind of look at it and you're like, why are we scrolling? Why are we looking at this? Why do we care what other people are saying, thinking, doing? What? It's such a peculiar thing. And the guy's right. He's banging on. He's like, why are you just sharing all this crap? And there's people out there that are just sharing all kinds of crap. Now, I know what you're saying. I'm sitting here yelling at you right now. I could be, there could be a meme made up of me. I'm sure there could. But interestingly enough, you know, uh, on my Facebook, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. I don't think I'm doing that. But at the same time, maybe I am. 
you know, well, I'm not sharing anything that has to do with my actual real life because I don't, I don't hold Facebook uh, for that. I, th- there's no validation on that. For me, Facebook is just, for me personally right now, Facebook is just a laugh. It's a place where I used to have a lot of traction and now I have none. And then when you think about the traction and the absurdity of it, coming from a marketing standpoint, it's funny because you're like, I need to have this traction. I need to have these eyes on me. And there's so many things inside of us that 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 lead into a rat race or that lead into a uh, the ideology of, of constantly keeping up with the Joneses, the hustle culture a friend of mine is talking about. And I look at this stuff and I think to myself, why are all these people posting this random shit? Why am I trying to attract the algorithm to make it work? Why do I need people to pay attention to me? Um, so maybe I am guilty of these things. But at the same time, I don't think I am. Because here's why. you know, None of us think we are, right? <laughs> That's the beauty of it. But I think for me, I get the opportunity in this scenario, in this situation where, again, this really is on Facebook. Like what I'm saying right now, the podcast, don't make it on Facebook. There's a ton of people out there that have been doing this longer than me, less time than me that are saying, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? Why aren't you trying to monetize more and get more business and get more of this and get more of that? And this is one of those things that that sort of, I don't want to say sets me apart, but certainly allows me to live in, in, my, own, uh, in my own moment. It certainly allows me to understand what I like and allows me to occupy the time that I need to occupy doing what it is that I need to do. Uh, I see so many people wrapped up with, I need the next sale. I need the next deal. I need this. I need that. So many people that have already spent the next 10 paychecks they're going to get and they're living in debt. And, and I see these things on Facebook where, where just random people are just posting random stuff about random shit. And people are arguing with the random posts and the random shit. And then people are asking why you don't reach out more, why you don't do more random shit. And it's funny, I don't know, like I can't necessarily put my finger on it. Like I said, I can't quite put my finger on why this this video that I just shared with you caught my attention so well and irks me at the same time. I believe firmly in word of mouth. I believe that if you have a good message and if you say good stuff and if you talk a good game and if you say whatever you got to say, then great. I'm also, this may shock a few of you, a quote-unquote conspiracy theorist, which years ago was a derogatory term. It's bad. I was the devil. But then you see so much that has taken place in the past two, three years that it's just been ramming things exponentially down our throats. So coming from a a sales background, um, a corporate background, a background where had I spoken any of these terms and spoken any of this stuff like five, 10 years ago, I would have been ostracized by the community and by my employer and by anyone that I tried to help. And I would have been labeled and I would have been, you know, pushed aside and all this sort of stuff. Um, and, and that's kind of a funny thing because, you know, we need, we need people to push the envelope so that we can see the envelope being pushed and that we ourselves can attain I guess future goals, future goals that aren't anchored to or tethered to the norm that we currently exist in, the, the societal norm and societal acceptances that we currently exist in. So as the envelope's being pushed and things are happening and you're seeing, you know, just 
just general cannibalism of everybody on every side, arguing, constantly arguing about everything or constantly oversharing or constantly just sort of putting stuff out there and being out there. You think to yourself, what's the end game? How far can we go with this? How much does, does this have to play out in society? What's the purpose of it all? Because it's absurd. <laughs> and as I look at this and as I sit here and as I have this, 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 this general long-ass run-on sentence going on right now, I know that where I came from, it's nice to see, it's nice to see where I am now versus where I was um, and how I think, how I speak, how I do. I also think that in, instead of like the first video where I shared where, you know, I'm just st- sitting here spewing out random shit. I am spewing out the things that I need to spew out to help me get to where I need to get to and for me to comprehend what I need to comprehend on my personal journey through this existence. Where that leaves you guys, I kind of touched on this last time, was if you're going to listen to the show, you're going to take from it what you need to take from it. You're, you're going to interact with it the way you need to interact with it to help you get to where you need to be. Since my voice to you is only an aspect of your existence and of your journey, I then become the thing that you amalgamate. The the offshoot that, that could neutralize a, a different offshoot. You, you know, the yin to some yang. And I like that. And I could be here for a season, at least, like, you know, a season. I could be here for, you know, a couple hours, a couple episodes, one episode. You could be a a full time listener of all episodes. But for me, as I sit here and as I record and as I say these things, I do the best I can for me to help me get through the things that I need to get through to allow myself to communicate. And I know full well, and I've said this a thousand times, that. What I'm doing here is entertainingly for me. It, it becomes a sort of legacy. If I die tomorrow, for example, there's, there's a lineage of thought processes that went into who I am. Uh, and, and, and in doing so, and in verbalizing, sort of working through a lot of stuff, I'm able to help anybody else that's doing the same thing. You guys. You're listening to this. You're taking something from this and appreciating it and and adding it to your life or just being entertained or listening because you're a hater, which is also funny too. (laughs) Uh, I'm fascinated by the internet. I'm fascinated by algorithms. And I've mentioned this before too. I'm fascinated with the idea of uh, the narrative right now, how it's attacking everybody. I came across something um, today, actually, that was very entertaining. I don't know if you guys have heard about this giant-breasted um, oak villain. <laughs> this guy, oh, that was Bill Burr. Um, this guy that, he's an Oakville teacher, and he wore giant synthetic breasts to school because he was supposed to be uh, a tranny, and yada, 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 wanted to raise awareness, something like that, or wanted to be accepted. Anyway, it came out, and it was nuts. It went all over the internet. It made the news, and everybody was kind of up in arms about the absurdity of it. And I look at this thing, and if you haven't, if you haven't looked it up, it, you'll see it. It's, it's growing. The, the message is growing. But then somebody posted something on, on an onboard somewhere, and I thought this was, this was fascinating because if this is true, it's, it's an interesting 
the dichotomy of collapse is interesting because it's somebody trolling the entire universe on the idea. So I'm going to read this to you. And it said this dude, and they're referring to the guy, uh, the, the shop teacher with the synthetic breasts, the giant, giant breasts. And this is a theory. This isn't proven. This is nothing. It's just what if. And I'm like, it's a pretty clever troll if it is. He says, this dude is gaming the system. And Anon here yesterday was in this dude's class. The teacher was almost fired for toxic masculinity last year, as well as not embracing woke culture. He dropped red pills in his class, such as how silly gender neutral bathrooms are. The school board hates him. He's now upping the ante to exploit the very clown world the school and society itself has created. His long game is most likely to get fired and then sue the school for discrimination. There's no real other explanation. No better way to troll clown world than to become an over-the-top character caricature of a woman. Because if you say anything, if you say anything um, that goes against the, the the liberal agenda, you're a terrible, terrible person. Um, was it Dave Chappelle talking about the baby could walk into Walmart, shoot somebody dead, and nobody cares? But if he said anything against the LGBT, LGBTQ, it was it was cancel culture all over the place. Cancel culture is another fascinating one too. Let them talk. Let everybody that doesn't share your opinion talk and say their and run their mouths and say their shit. Because there isn't a single person operating that I know that operates. If you're operating with integrity, is what I should say. If you're operating with integrity, you can't be canceled. You can be misunderstood, and you can be attacked. And there can be a group of people that want to destroy you. But think about that. What kind of group of people wants to destroy? You? These people are the ultimate bullies and they are against bullying. Isn't that fascinating? So when you've got the culture itself cannibalizing itself as a whole, it is truly fascinating to watch. So if we go back to what we were talking about at the beginning here, we have an entire group of people that are willing to share absolutely everything. We have an entire group of people that are afraid to be canceled. Therefore, they don't share anything of real importance or growth. There is a fear narrative going around where people are afraid to be themselves, speak because of um, uh, because of bullies. Bullies going around canceling, threatening, being rude, crude, all this sort of stuff. Uh, it, it's a fascinating scenario. And these, these, these anti-bully bullies are fascinating in and of themselves. So where does this all lead? What is this all taking us to? I don't know. But when you can sort of see these things it changes the reasoning behind what you do if you've decided that you wanted to podcast or say things or do things or, or act on on anything in any way shape or form but you're afraid to speak because of literally the culture we're in now's the time for you to get up and speak now's the time for you to say the things that you need to say because the world needs to hear your voice for every one person willing to speak, there are hundreds of thousands of people that need to listen, that want to listen, that are looking for something to listen to. Nobody's really paying attention to television anymore. I mean, well, some people are. There was another blowout too, which was the Jeffrey Dahmer thing on Netflix. And man, I'll tell you, you'll see a lot of people talking about how great an actor he was and all this sort of shit. But there was this weird, eerie, creepy thing that I, I put on the episode, I fast-forwarded the majority of the first episode, I watched the second episode, and I basically shut it off in the third. It was just, I'm like, I can't have this energy in my house. And, and that seems to be a sentiment. There's a half of my Facebook, not half, but like there are people that are talking about, they're, they're talking about how great it was and he deserves an Emmy, which is a very third-dimensional thought. 
and that's cool. I mean, nothing by that. Um, and then there's a lot of people that said, this is too dark uh, for me to even watch. I can't have this in my house. And it's funny because I thought that too, without ever looking at the internet. So there's two streams of consciousness towards this third dimension, fifth dimension, probably. Uh, and yeah, Evan Peters is a, is a crazy good actor. He always has been. That's never been in debate, right? But you know, what are actors other than illusionary people that are perpetuating a, a stigma, a lie? There's so much more that I want to get into with regards to that as well. Like this, the whole Hollywood thing we've touched on for sure, but we've touched on it from a very rudimentary standpoint. I want to touch on Hollywood later um, as a as a an overall all encompassing, um, uh, I guess, visual deception. The idea that life imitates art um, or art imitates life is is the idea that art imitates life is is false. The television itself was primarily invented to tell you a vision, to give you something, to make you believe something, to make you believe anything, to keep you complacent while your story was being written around you. Uh, and there are very few people on this. There are very few actual people in this reality too, because the illusion runs so deep that, that even your next door neighbor is part of it, which seems weird, right? How can this be real? How can that be real? But once you start breaking down things like what's the difference between, you know, when, when you, when you're a kid or whatever, you look at the television, you're like, this is the news. This is a cartoon, uh, and this is politics, and this is a movie, and there's a difference between a movie and television and all of these things. But then you start understanding that there is like the division that they tried to make between television and movies, like back in the 80s, the ever-elusive TV star who broke into movies. There's no division. There's no, there's no nothing. Television and movies is the same. Cartoons and politics are the same. <laughs> sitcoms and dramas and all this, they're all the same. They're all a distraction. And when you realize that, when you realize that everything's coming off the television is the same story. It's the same distraction. They're all in cahoots. It's all part and parcel with the same entity that's trying to create this. The next question is what else? What else? What else? What else? And then you're sort of left with only one thing that isn't. And that's you. So if your consciousness is a seed and everything all around you is an illusion... You know, where do we draw the line? And there's no answer to that for me right now, but it's certainly fascinating to think that all of this is done for me. So the more I speak, the more I understand, the more I'm, the more I'm clear on stuff, the more I see things on, on the internet that allow me or alert me to my lineage, my, my, my train of thought, the more I see this stuff, the more I, I understand it. I mean, I'm still coming from, like I said, I'm coming from back in the day, very high-end sales. I'm coming from sales training. I'm coming from corporate sales training. I'm coming from all this stuff, very much third dimensional, very much financially oriented. And when you look at the, even when you look at the financial manipulation going on right now, you realize that all of money, all of it is a scam. It's not just taxation is theft. The whole thing is an illusion. All of money is designed to keep you chasing something that's irrelevant as opposed to finding out what your true purpose is, what you're truly here to do, what the true, what the true human experience is. And it's not to say that the money isn't the true human experience because when you really dive into it, breaking free from the money and breaking free from the third dimension and, and understanding a different level of where we are is the human experience. So even though we think that we're breaking out of something, we think that we're seeing something, we think that we're a part of something, that's legitimately the whole reason that we're here. The idea that we need to be in control of everything is gone. And this is one of the things that a lot of my uh, associates still talk to me about. They say, you've got the voice, 
you've got the you've got the reach, you've got the message. How come you're not converting more? How come you're not pulling in more sales? How come you're not hitting higher goals? And I said, because when I was living in that world, I was the most miserable I was ever I ever was. And you you know, people don't talk about that. People don't talk about, you know, you can have everything that they told you to have and, and be absolutely and utterly miserable. And that's where I was. Drinking all the time, drugs, you know, fast women, all sorts of stuff, just empty stuff everywhere. Because that's who I was. I was empty and I was trying to fill the void with everything. So the idea right now of, of earning a ton of money is so uninteresting to me. But the idea of helping a ton of people fascinates me. And the idea of being able to be myself and say the things that I need to say and experience the things that I'm experiencing and to possibly potentially share that experience with anyone who wants to listen as opposed to who's tricked into listening or who clicked on a seminar or who's desperately seeking something that doesn't have the answers and is lured into some sort of weakness. I'm not here for that. I'm here for you the minute you need me. I'm gone the minute you don't need me. But the entire time that I exist, I'm doing myself the justice of getting better. I don't want to tell you how to live your life. I don't want to tell you that these are the things that you need to do. When I talk to you, I want to know what you're all about. I want to know what makes you tick. And I want to be able to offer you up suggestions to you, suggestions to be like, hey, check this out. What about this? How about that? Is this possible? Because it's a free mind that we're all striving to get, not more money. I don't need to earn more money. I need to hear and see and feel and connect. So to my friends that listen to this show that were from, you know, my high-end sales days, I know you guys are still killing the numbers. And I'm really proud of you. And that's the world that you want to live in. And that's the world that you are living in. And that's the world that you're thriving in and good for you. But I couldn't do it anymore. I was miserable. Um, so I guess this is kind of a personal podcast. I mean, I, I am just sort of speaking on where I stood when I was corporate. And where I stood when I was doing everything that they told me to do. And where I stood when, when somebody called me a conspiracy theorist, it was an insult because I was thinking freely. I live in a world right now, I personally live in a world right now where I get to witness the collapse of the very people and the very system that called me crazy for thinking freely. I'm watching the collapse of the very world that tried to take everything from me because I wouldn't stick a needle in my arm. And that's fascinating. I'm also watching the rise of anyone who ever wanted more. I'm watching the rise of people breaking out of the shackles of who they thought they were supposed to be. So people can say, are you upset with this timeline? Are you upset with the way things are going? And I absolutely, unequivocally say no. I am not upset because all of the chaos that we're seeing, everything is designed to help you. And the only way that we move is through pain. For the most part, 90% of all of our lessons come through pain. If you're uncomfortable, you'll move. If you're uncomfortable, if you're too uncomfortable, you'll move quickly. If you're if you're very uncomfortable but not uncomfortable enough, you'll stay where you are. And it really all comes down to what you want to see, how you want to see it, and what you want to go about doing and who you want to become. And one of the biggest things that nobody talks about is when you break out of that third dimensional mindset, breaking into the fifth dimensional mindset, when you break out of scarcity and you understand abundance, you realize that absolutely everything that you ever worried about ever in the history of your entire life was meaningless other than the fact that it was the catalyst that broke your back. It was the straw. 
that eventually created so much weight on you that allowed you to grow. Therefore, it is the purpose. All of the pain that we've ever felt ever anywhere is the purpose. It's the meaning of life to get us to where we want to go. And in contrast, there are people that will never wake up because they may be NPCs. They may only exist for you to observe them and for you to project your own ideologies onto them as to who you may think they are. Meanwhile, they are not. And to me, it's all fascinating. Like I said, I've said it a thousand times. It's all fascinating because it is our journey. There are a million possibilities out there and and a lot of them are right. But to shut anybody down or to say anything to anyone, to be aggressive, to be angry, to be stupid, to be ignorant, it's just a prison that you keep yourself in. And a lot of people are trained to be there. A lot of people didn't have unity, didn't have family, didn't have connectivity. So they signed up with whatever extremist group they could. And this goes for the screaming liberal left, the crazy religious right. This goes for pro-abortion, anti-abortion. This goes for any aspect of anything that you could ever stand on. All of it, every last ounce of all of it is part of the game. And it's up to you to observe the game and to adjust your sails. We are not in control of anything. We are merely here to observe and act personally accordingly, accountable. Hold ourselves to a higher standard. Lift ourselves up. Stand up and do more and be more and say more. Create more, love more, feel more. Become more. Become more than our programming. That's the meaning of life. And it's a fascinating journey. I love the word fascinating today. It's an incredible journey. And once you break out of the prison that you were born into, you get to see so much more. And then where you go from here, the sky's the limit. You just go wide open. And it's fascinating. And then what happens after we die? Who knows? Something, something's up, right? But when that fear of death, when that, when that limitation is gone, you can take chances you never would have taken. You, you can have, you can lead a life that you never would have lived when you're no longer afraid of the government or people's opinions or this, that, or the other thing. Live your life to the best of your ability, ladies and gentlemen, have as much fun as you possibly can. Operate with 100% integrity and always do everything in your power to make you a better version of you. And life becomes wide open and it's beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.